Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today we've got a special master's edition um, and it's a twofer. I've got Brad and Pamela Tell. And I learned early on in the interview that I've been mispronouncing their last name as long as I've been them. It's spelled T-O-E-L-L-E. And I guess it was, <laughs> it was like, in my mind, it's it's like things in, in San Antonio or Texas, you know, where it's spelled a certain way and you try to pronounce it that way. And then you don't pronounce it that way. Anyway, I think I've gone on about that before, but anyway, there's no point in um, revisiting that little thing. Anyway, they live in Kerrville and, uh, but they are both uh, originally from Nebraska. So yay for the Midwest. Um, Yeah. Brad is 65. Pamela just turned 60 and um, they're both pretty formidable uh, masters runners in my opinion. Of course, yeah, well, yeah, Pamela's been a master's for at least 10 years. So, yeah. In fact, she and I, and I when I talk about this, she, I, I didn't even know that there were like age records for each um, distance at uh, Tejas Trails races. I just figured if you place, that's it, you know. But apparently, uh, <laughs> they have um, like, you know, if you're 52, you know, and you run the 10K and you, you know, get the best time of any, you know, master's female that's 52, then you make it on the list. And I had no idea that I'd been on the list for the 25K. <laughs> um, and I, I happened upon, I guess I was doing, I don't know what I was doing that year. I might've been doing the 50K. This might've been a few years ago, but I saw Pamela and Brad and she's like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to break your record today. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that was that was kind of funny. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, anyway, but yes. Uh, but the and the reason I decided to speak to them now is that um, this weekend, this coming weekend, um, they are going out to Arizona to run the Javelina Hundred K. Now, this is interesting about Javelina is of course that's spelled with a J, but hundred, haha, they spell with a J as well. <laughs> I know. Uh, it is put on by the um, the folks at Arva. Oh boy, let's see if I can do this. Uh, Arva Paya. I don't know why I have trouble with that that name. It's it just it shouldn't be that that complicated, but it is. Um, anyway, these are these are some really hardcore folks that put on some pretty amazing races out west. Not that I've ever done one, but I did get to meet a few of them this uh, winter uh, up at Bandera because they were doing the live stream and um, I was supposed to help out and <laughs> coach didn't call me in. So there you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was fine. Um, nonetheless, uh, that's sort of stuck with me. Um, but yeah, so they're going to do that this weekend. They're doing the 100K um, and uh, they uh, plan to uh, hike this this race. So, you know, um, and I know Brad would not argue with me about this, but of the two, Pamela is a little faster. Um, and I just know this because me and Brad tend toward the same sorts of um, paces, you know, back when I actually was running more um, anymore. I'm not. But <laughs> Although that's changed this week, but I'll get into that in a bit. Um, anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so they're going to be doing the the 100K. So um, I'll report back next week when I find out, um, you know, how they do. Um, but anyway, without further ado, let me just um, let you listen to this interview.
asking you. There we go. All right. So here I am with Brad and Pamela Toll. Please tell me I said your last name right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tell. You're close. Tell. Damn it. I know. I've known you guys for how many years and I've never nope. asked you, you know, that. Nobody ever gets it right. So don't worry about it. Okay, good. Well, that helps. Yeah, and it's my fault. And it's my fault. <laughs> Why is it your fault? Because that's well, your name. <laughs> that's my last name. You know, it's not, you know, Pam decided to take the name. So she, you know. Oh my God, how funny is that? So, so let's just start off with a little bit about your bleh, a little bit about your about your background. God, I have I've I've not had to talk much all day, and so now I. Can talk. <laughs> this is how I feel when I'm teaching. It's like sometimes I'm like, oh God, I can't even get a sentence out and I'm like press one for English you know so anyway uh Brad you are from the Midwest somewhere Iowa both of us are from Nebraska we grew up Nebraska, about 30 miles right. yeah, about, we grew up about 30 miles apart from each other small town Nebraska what part um north about 60 miles northwest of Omaha okay if that helps yeah no I know Omaha um well, well, like friends. everybody else, we claim it's God's country, but everybody claims where they grew up is God's country, so that doesn't really mean anything. No, Omaha's cool. I mean, one of my yeah. best friends, she's from China, but she married a guy from Omaha uh, probably about almost 10 years ago, yeah, and so, uh, and I was in her wedding, and so that's always my experience with Omaha, and I was just sort of like, wow, this is interesting, you know. It was hillier than I expected. And so <laughs> anybody who does the Omaha Marathon gets mad because they don't expect hills and there's hills. They've tried to flatten it out, though, just for those people. <laughs> well, one of the one of the things about Omaha is that it's uh, Warren Buffett's hometown. He still has a house That's there. Right. So I'm he's contributed he's contributed a lot of money to a lot of the charities. The zoo, for example, it's one of the best zoos in the world. And it's mainly because of Warren Buffett just kicking in money and donating. That's and also, there's so many people that got in at the ground floor with him, investing in his company, Berkshire Hathaway. And as they've gotten older, they have all this money. They have to do something with mm -hmm. it. So there's been and their kids, well, probably by now their grandkids, are opening up a, a lot of fantastic uh, restaurants and bars and so on and so forth. It's okay. We left about 15 years ago. 15? Uh, something 17. like that. Yeah, something like we, that. We just and don't want to have to scoop snow anymore, so yeah. we're never moving back. So. Yeah, but, <laughs> but we do but, eventually, occasionally, don't we? It'll melt. Here. It'll it melts melt. here. Nebraska doesn't melt. No, I love your optimism. <laughs> yeah. but the way we ended up moving from uh, Omaha to Fort Worth is I was working for TD Ameritrade, and I would uh, they had mirror offices, you know, large call centers in both Omaha and Fort Worth. I would come down here to work in Fort Worth. And every time I came down here, it snowed like 12 inches. And Pam was like, well, nonsense, BS. We're moving to Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah. So, I yeah, get it. Pretty, I feel it. <laughs> it wasn't a very, it wasn't a very long conversation. And that's where it was in Fort Worth where Pam really got into running, doing uh -huh. 5Ks and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are both from Nebraska. Yeah. And as you probably know, I'm from Ohio. So I mean, I get the whole snow thing, but mm -hmm. I'm less tolerant. I'm less tolerant yeah. of it here, though. I mean, I just like when I came to San Antonio, I'm just like, what the heck? We've got palm trees here. This is stupid. <laughs> Why are we getting our the line, snow and ice? And our, our line is nobody ever moved north. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So once you get once you get used to uh, no snow and no uh, freezing, you know, or very limited, you just yeah, you, know, you can't go back. No, it's true. I mean, I guess there are people who like it. 
I don't know who they, I don't know who they I, might be. I've heard rumors of those people, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm on this set. Uh, I love Reddit. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm on this subreddit that's called Same Grass Greener, Only Greener. And a lot of times people are, are asking, I'm moving from California or wherever, and I want to go someplace like Texas. And we're all just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah really yeah you want warm summers well we can give you that <laughs> yes we uh we live in Kerrville which is about 60 miles northwest right. of San Antonio right and uh during COVID a lot of uh people retired from the oil industry in Houston and moved up here so a lot of our friends now and running friends are all from Houston and this heat was just a little bit too much for a lot of them this summer because they're used really? to the humidity but the heat, the unrelenting heat that we yeah. had this summer. Well, it was, hot. was, it was just hotter summer. Yeah. But in the hills. They're not used to hills. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Ronnie. That's Ronnie. Hold yeah. on, I need some water. I'll be right back. This summer just about broke me. I mean, really. I you know, <laughs> and I like heat. I mean, and again, in Ohio, right before I, I moved to Florida <laughs> uh, in 1989, uh, I remember we had like a few hundred degree days. But like, I didn't even have AC in my car. For like the first five wow. years I lived in Florida, <laughs> it was like I would drive around with the windows down. I had like this little Honda CRX, you know, little roller skate of a car and, and would just sort of let the rain, you know, the summer rains come in and, and, and just, you know, show up to appointments because I was a reporter at the time. And so I, uh, you know, would show up like dripping wet and looking pathetic and, it, it, I mean, not like I did it as like a shtick, but people sort of looked at me and they're like, well, you poor thing. You look like my my niece. Why don't you come in and have some iced tea? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things, one of the things to, uh, Texans don't re realize about the Midwest is how humid it is in the Midwest. <sighs> I mean, it is unbearably humid during the summer. Not like Houston. I mean, yeah. Houston's obviously. Well, if it gets above, yeah, but it it gets above very, 90 very in Nebraska, if it gets above 90, it's it's unbearable outside because of the humidity no i get it yeah cincinnati yes. was the same way and when i moved yep. to florida it was insane yeah. and then when i moved <laughs> to texas everybody was complaining about the humidity and i was just like <laughs> yeah. i mean yes. i was living in the rio grande valley but then after a couple of years i was like oh my god i really hate this humidity <laughs> <You know? laughs> anyway whoo, that's enough for the weather channel all right thank you not sponsored by us but uh Anyway, so uh, so Pamela, you've been running since. Well, I mean, I've been I started running when I was ten, or but uh, <laughs> um, and just kind of did it over the years uh, for fitness. Definitely some years where I completely skipped over it. But um, in two thousand nine, I got talked into doing a five k that uh, our the hospital I was working for sponsored, and that was my very first five k. I did one five k in college. Um, don't remember anything about it other than that was painful, but, um, I did that 5k in 2009 and since probably have done over 500 races because <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it was a, it was a whole change. It wasn't what I expected. I didn't know they even did these races and yeah. stuff. So my intro to the racing community was just that one simple 5k and it just kind of got and blown up. She was there. worried about her first one because of she was talked into it with her co-workers and uh they she was worried that they would show her up and everything else and she beat them all by what five ten minutes um yeah well because my <laughs> my boss 
um, always talked about running and how much she loved it and how good she was at it. And, and she wasn't good. <laughs> so she was doing like a 40 minute 5k, which is great for some people, but she was only, she was like, I don't know, five, 10 years younger than me. And, but she just liked it. She liked the atmosphere. That's and that's good. what I got pulled into as well was the atmosphere of a race and, and just fun. And it, yeah, it went from doing a bunch of five Ks to 10 Ks to marathons to, and then after I did some marathons, um, and made it to Boston, um, I started doing trail races. I just to, because then it's like, now what? <laughs> yeah. And, and then especially, I mean, I did some trail races when we we're still living up in DFW, but then once we moved down here, we've just done some more trail races and again, went from 5k to hundred mile just because <laughs> and I was never really a runner. I played sports when I was younger, but playing basketball and tennis, my whole thing yeah. was to outrun people, but to go out for a mile run was just one of the dumbest things I could have ever imagined doing. Just, just wasn't my thing. And, uh, when Pam started doing her five and 10 case, um, I was a support team for the longest time, just, uh, you know, there to crew and so on and so forth. Just when show she up started, we go to breakfast. Afterwards, yeah. you know? And then when she started doing half breakfast, I was like, yeah. <laughs> And when she started doing half marathons, I was like, well, this is boring sitting in the truck for this long. So I started doing 5Ks and then just kind of got sucked in. Yeah. I don't say I do them well. I just <laughs> Unpack <do> high. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So, so you, uh, Pamela, you said that you've done 100 miles. Uh, how many have you done? I've just done the one at Rocky Raccoon in 2018. Um, just don't say just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is is it, you know you've done races before. You do a race and you're like if it's an awful or it's hot or you're tired. There's that time where you're just exhausted and then like half a day later you're like wow let's do another one you know. You didn't so die. <laughs> there was definitely a hey I want to do this again and then it's like no it takes too much training and too much time and, and and then that's the big thing with the long races now I do at the time I was working a job where I was on my feet 12 hours a day mm. so I could go out after working and so get used to that fatigue and so the 100 miler uh wasn't because my miles didn't show it I was only running maybe 30 miles a week at the time and still did the 100 mile uh, which is not very many miles for training for a hundred. But like I said, I think just being on your feet and getting a ridiculous amount of steps at your job kind mm -hmm. of acts like good training. Yeah. How long did it take you to uh, finish that 100 miler? I did it in just a little over 28 minutes, 28, 20 minutes, <laughs> 20, 28 hours. It was, a, it was, a, um, I think Rocky has a 30 hour cutoff. So I did yeah. it and the, and the cool thing about it was, as a member of the Rock Hoppers, you'll appreciate this. There were five of us um, that were Rock Hoppers that were doing our very, very first um, hundred miler, and all five of us were able to complete it under the thirty hours. Nice. So it was pretty cool. And that's when the Rock Hoppers had a had a little tent set up and stuff, and so we had a little. So oh, I yeah, got, I had I had a whole crew to do it. And in 2018, it was also a year where it, it rained on us Ugh. almost I, it pretty much rained on us all day long. And then all night long, it missed it on us. But uh, oh. so there were a lot of people who dropped out. So considering because of the um, 
that park can, there's places that are kind of clay and slick. And of course, when it's dark, you can't see them. So you're slipping and sliding in places when you least expect it. So there's a lot of people who dropped out because of that. And, uh, but all five of us that were brand new to hundred miler all completed it. So that was pretty cool. That is amazing. And a shout out to Isaac Fox from the Houston Cypress, Cypress Running Club, is yeah. that what they're called? Who yeah. uh, went out and paced her for the he, finish he of the race. He helped drag me to the finish line. <laughs> no, it's always good to have that person. Um, yeah, um, that's so cool. Yeah, I don't think I was out there that year. Um, trying to remember the year I was out there pacing a friend of mine. I think it was probably a couple of years before that. And yeah, and but then at like four o'clock in the morning, it just started raining and mm. I was pacing him and I lost him at the aid station called <laughs> Damnation, you know, and so- Oh, just, yep. And well, he had this, <laughs> this is such a weird story, but he had like this um, bladder infection or something that it was affecting him you know, because he wasn't staying hydrated. And so he had to pee every five minutes. I'm not kidding. It was just ridiculous. And so I had to get him in by 6am. And so I'm just like, okay, you know, let's, you know, and then my other pacer, I texted her, thank God there's phone service out there. And I was just like, okay, you need to go get this guy, this stuff called Azo, A-Z-O, um, you know, to kind of help with the bladder infection, whatever, you know, that was, you know, killing him. And Oh my God. Yeah. Just trying to get him through that. But I remember like, you know, four o'clock in the morning, I was talking to the aid station worker about, you know, his, you know, should I give him this stuff? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> While he's already taken off and I didn't realize it. And so then I'm like, Oh God, I've lost my runner. And so <laughs> my gla I was wearing my glasses and they're steaming up and I'm like, you know, <laughs> I tripped and fell, of course, because that's Rocky, you know, and <laughs> guys are picking me up and they're like, your runner probably isn't moving that fast. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. But, you know, so nonetheless, but I was terrified that he was going to be like lying on the side of the or well into the woods asleep because that's all he wanted to do was sleep. And I kept thinking, oh, my God, your wife is going to kill me. Your coach is going to kill me. I've got to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, yeah. The, the moral of the story is I did find him, but it wasn't pretty. And then he, he rolled his ankle about three miles from the finish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and then I was like trying to just like, and it was like coming up on 6am. So I'm just like, you know, watching, you know, my timing watch and I'm just like, I've, I've paced one set cactus and that was, I was never so glued to my watch, making sure we stayed on pace. Oh, horrible. <laughs> like, I know. I'm I mean, not at one point, I really did. I thought about taking his chip and putting it around my ankle and just running it in so he could at least make the final loop. But then I thought, no, he'll get disqualified. <laughs> so, but we we missed the cutoff by seven minutes, and I cried as they oh my gosh as they tried to oh give him a battle at the end, and it was just it. like he's like, and they took it back, and they were like, he's like, no, I didn't finish. I have to quit. And I just started crying because I was just like, uh -huh. oh, God, I failed you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, oh, my God, that was way too many Donna stories. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, my other. That's why, that's why you have an edit button. 
What's the, yeah, no, we don't, we don't edit these. Okay. So, ah. you know, yeah, okay. No, that's, that's like a good to know. Unless it's, unless it's something like really egregious. I just don't, yeah, I don't fool with that. So, but anyway, yeah, the funny thing is, is speaking of DNFs, um, I remember the two of you, I think it was at Cactus two years ago, you guys were working, I forget which aid station it was. Nachos? Probably, I think, yeah. I think Nachos, yeah, because we we camped out there overnight. Yeah, it was like the 11 mile mark or something like that. Yeah, and it was on, I, yeah, and this was like during COVID, but it wasn't like the height of COVID or whatever, but yeah, and I just remember going out, I was trying to do the 25 miler, and um, it was and It was cold and windy, wasn't it? when because that was when you had to space out during the day like which day you could run and yes. you ran on friday which was in it then it saturday yeah, friday was, was fine it was a little hot yeah. right it was okay the, the weather changed and yeah, yeah yeah that was the weirdest weather that weekend <laughs> the problem for me though was that okay so my friend orlando the guy that i had paced at you know rocky and a couple of other people were trying to do the hundred miler at um, Cactus Rose that year. And so I was going to start with them because they were like, all right, start with us. And I'm just like, all right, fine. Yay. And I got there a little later than they did. And they all started before me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was literally running by myself and it was horrible. I mean, mentally I was just, you know, falling apart and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I was not having fun. <laughs> I was just like, this really sucks. And so by the time I got to y'all's aid station, I was like, I'm going to drop. And then I remember Brad <laughs> valiantly saying to me, would you like a ride back? And I'm like, I probably, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm like, yes, I, I probably do. don't deserve one at this point, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not a good way to get back to the lodge from no. that aid station. So no, it's yeah, <laughs> a while. Yeah. And yeah. But I was just so embarrassed and, you know, but it was just so nice to spend it with you too, because was, <laughs> I was like, all right, at least I'm not, you know, getting judged. At least I hope not. Uh, <laughs> so, oh my God. Anyway. All right, Donna, shut up. Um, anyway, so tell me about, so Brad, tell me about your longest distance. The longest distance I've ever done, well, actually, in an actual race, was a 30-miler at J&J. But we just were training for a 60K, I'm sorry, 100K, and yeah. probably in 100 out in Phoenix. Oh, so yeah. we to just, hike it. To, we're, just we're, hiking. we're not we're running, hiking. we're hiking it. I so, get it. We just did a 40-mile hike, was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago two weeks as part ago, of our yeah. training, because yeah. Havelina is this coming but next the, weekend. But the 30-miler oh. at J&J was a lot tougher than doing a 40 mile hike around Curville. Trust me, <laughs> trust me, it wasn't even close. Wow. So yeah. That was, that 30 miler was the only time. We had just gotten, wait, that was the spring, wasn't it? Or I'm sorry, this January, February? Yeah, when is J&J? March? I think it's March. March. Yeah. March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were yeah. supposed to both do the 30 mile and the heat got to me and I had to uh, abandon that windmill and they came and got me. Yeah. Um, and, and then Brad went, Brad rescued me actually on the first loop. And first it was time like... I ever passed. <laughs> and uh, he went on to finish the entire 30 miles. Yep. So but mm -hmm. I had to drop out around, I think it was around 17 miles. Yeah. Is when I yeah. dropped. It was on the, that stretch where you you go up that steep incline next to the barbed wire fence with all the oh, rock yeah. and scree. Yeah. And then you take the left. And we, I was hiking, I was uh, with uh, some guy, you know, and we missed the turn. We'd gotten lost. But I knew the course well enough that if you just go up this, I knew we were real close to this, you know, 
they were on the wrong there. side of the trees. We're just on the wrong side of the trees. So we just hiked straight up and, and they found me sitting on a rock. found her sitting on a rock. If we'd been 100 yards further to the left, probably would have missed her. Yeah. And who knows what would have happened. Oh, yeah. Almost out of water. Yeah. Brought me up to windmill and goofy. I sat under the goofy. table there. Goofy. It was too hot. The heat, um, I used to be able to, when I lived in Fort Worth, used to be able to get off work, you know, 5, 5.30, go for a run. Now, granted, I wasn't going more than three or four miles, but I'd still be able to go run when it's 100 degrees outside. And I can't do that anymore. <laughs> you probably you can relate 60. to that. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. Age age, and menopause has not worked well oh, with dude. the uh, I, I want to do, I, <laughs> as an aside, I really want to do an episode on menopause. And sorry, Brad. Um, <laughs> because no, that, that has really thrown me for a loop in the last few months and so yeah I definitely I'm going to throw out something on the Tejas Trails group etc and just yeah because I want to talk about that because I think there's something to it for my 60th birthday we went out to uh, Taos and did the Taos Ski Valley you had fun well he just yeah he decided after doing a 30k at Colorado Bend he would never do another race past a half marathon and then he lets me know that he wants to not only do a marathon he wants to do it on trail and then he decided it was going to be at Tao Ski Valley which includes the black run of a ski resort so you're going up um from 9,500 feet to 12,500 feet twice oh so but we did have we had um only we had a five and a half hour cutoff to make the first mountain and come back and we meet, met that by uh, about 15 minutes. Yeah. So then we were able to go out onto the second loop. And the race director was pretty cool about it because he knew what we were trying to do. Yeah. And, and we uh, did beat somebody. Yeah. yeah we did beat, we we did did beat, beat somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We weren't, we weren't the last. It was a very small marathon, but it was so cool and so beautiful. But and do you, I don't know how much attention you paid. Do you remember Megan Eckert? Oh, she yeah. Was a really fast runner yeah. her, 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 her husband. Yeah. Yeah, her and her fiance. They no, did. they were not fiance. No, they're married now. Joe. Yeah. They, they got engaged that night out there. Oh yeah, so yeah. that's what I remember. Yeah, during the race. they were out there doing the race. Yeah, that's kind of why we ended up going out there is yeah, because was... they were going to do the race and they. Said, and I was hey, like, if Joe can do it, I can do it. So <laughs> they're so lovely. I love them both. Yeah. yeah, they're just they're so lovely. So Brad, what is the the furthest distance? I hope I said that right. The furthest or farthest? I should I think yeah uh, that you've gone so far um the 30 miler at j and j okay that is a lot yes yes yeah that's that is i in my opinion that's a tough one i think that's harder than colorado bend although i do call that satan's driveway um (laughs) the only thing i don't like about colorado bend is all the rocks when you when you finish i call it satan (laughs) when i did that 30k it was just i got to a point it was night it was was one of the night races so i've done i've done that one a few times yeah yeah Yeah. and just where do you put your foot you know it was just every place hurt (laughs) that was just tough tough way to finish that race well there's that like two and a half mile section near i think gorman falls i think it is Mm -hmm. it's just like these giant like tombstones and that's why dub that part you know satan's driveway because it's horrible yeah. and then of course the there's a lot of parts of it that are very doable right and, but the last, but the last <laughs> stretch that last stretch is just horrible and and yeah, yeah i mean until you get to that flat where you're like yes. <laughs> so what's also what's also funny about that race is i reminded brad 
don't forget it's a lollipop because she's doing the same race and i'm doing the same race and i'm an idiot when i come back to the aid station and i follow this young guy um out and he was naggy and we get about i don't know 100 yards or so and i'm like are you sure this is the right way and he goes i'm positive and i'm like all right and then we keep going and we hit the road and i'm like we shouldn't be hitting the road and so then we get confused standing in the road where did we get which side of the road did we come off of you know because it's dark and uh of course we come across a a state uh um, camp uh, or a ranger he has no idea where the race is and stuff so then we ended up walking thinking we were going to get back to the aid station and we end up going the wrong direction oh god (laughs) so not there (laughs) i this this girl comes along and she just did the 10k and she's like you are headed towards the entrance to the camp or to the park you're going the wrong direction so she gave us a ride back to the aid station meanwhile this takes over an hour so i'm out there i'm finishing up so he's hammond told me that uh since you were both doing the same distance and she was obviously going to finish much faster than me that she would come out and get me and help me finish the race which is great you know so i'm hiking along i'm miserable i'm on those rocks and everything hurts and you know i'm not happy i've become aware of the fact that pam's come up behind me so my initial reaction was, he oh, he, crap, I'm lost. That he, means I'm going to not do 30K. I'm going to do 40 or 50K. Good God. Oh, he, God. You yeah, know, he whatever. thought he was lost. And I was the one that made the wrong turn and made bunches of, of bad decisions. Apparently, rookie, I do that mistakes. at like 1 rookie o'clock. Mistakes. Yeah, definitely rookie mistakes. But I ended up going about 23 miles instead of, what is the 30K, 18? 30K, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how far out of that's Holy how far crap, that's the road we walked before we found out we were in. <laughs> and and that still, was and she's still beating. And that was with me even turning off my watch when I was getting the ride. It was just like, okay, I'm not gonna record all that. I'm just getting the ride back to the aid station. But oh. yeah, we were we were a long way well, in the wrong direction. So. <laughs> of all places, too. I mean, yeah. oh my god, that it's, is like one of the hardest. So so don't get off the trail and it's like you know but other All than that, i mean the flag people here yeah. my lot my lesson I, I say pam's lesson from that should be don't listen to an a&m at graduate i'll tell you what at, yeah at slat, i've put in a little bit of texas stuff <laughs> uh-huh yeah those night races i love those night races i haven't done them much in the last couple of years just because of injury covid etc but yeah. i've done them twice i've done the 15k as the whole series and i've done the 30k as the whole series yeah uh, i've done yeah well i tried a 60k at reveille one year when i was trying to do my first 50 miler and that didn't work out very well because i had on a new pair of hookah speed goats and this was like the first version of speed goat and I was still living in the valley and this very earnest shoe salesman at this place gave me a pair of shoes that were probably a size and a half larger than I needed. They were like kind of a men's size. And so, and mm. they, they had that Vibram sole, if you guys are familiar with those speed goats. Uh-huh. And so, oh yeah, I wear speed goats. I mean, yeah. And that's what everybody was like, Ooh, yeah, we're the speed goats. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I got competitive. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get those, you know, but the problem was, was that they were like clown shoes on me. And so I'm out there 
and you know, we got there late. Oh, it's a long story. But anyway, yeah, I was basically, I felt like I was, you know, being rocketed up and then crashing down every time I hit a rock, um, you know, for the first 12 miles and it took me four hours and I was just like, well, I'm not going to be able to make up time on this. <laughs> if I have to, you know, get this done in another, what, uh, you know, tw- like, I think 12 hours. Yeah. 12 hours yeah. is the cutoff. Yeah. Because- right. So it took me four, you know, so I was like, I'm not going to be faster. So I was just like, all right, I'm DNFing. And of course, yeah, that was, ugh. Anyway. Try is the 60k it's a much much uh, more doable 60k i did that one that one uh, yeah the only problem with peternalis that i found in, in my own experience is that i end up getting really super dehydrated um because it's the i'm not used to running in the heat yet and so i oh okay. yeah, i've had to dnf a couple of times like on the 30k just because i was like throwing up and <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't much fun I remember the first time it happened it was like five miles from the finish and I was like come on you can do this and then I don't know if you know Manny Rodriguez or not or Manny Gonzalez he's from Austin area yeah and he's slow like me and uh but anyway he came up and I'm sitting there you know miserably you know hanging out at aid station and then he's like why don't you come walk with us we're gonna walk it in and I'm like okay and so I started to walk with them and it was like, it felt like they were running at like seven minute miles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay, dudes, I can't do this. And so I turned around and came back and the people at the aid station were like, didn't you just leave? And I was like, yeah, yeah. change but, my mind. <laughs> oh my God. But there were people puking, you know, and, and this one we guy, sure was make, like, we sure can make trail running sound like fun. Oh, <laughs> I, I know. And there was a guy next to me, you know, in, in a chair and he ended he had to get up out of his chair, like that little, you know, camping chair, you know, waiting to be dragged back to the finish line. <laughs> he was so cramped that he was just like on the ground and he looked like Gumby, you know, trying to like, you know, try, trying to make himself, you know, not so miserable. Oh God, that was such an awful race. But anyway, but yeah, you know. If you train properly for Petronellis, yes, I can agree with you. On that. Yeah. The weather has to cooperate a little bit, though. Yeah, uh, people so don't ride this at home. Yeah, uh, it's amazing how over. I used to hate running in the wind, and now I look. I want it to be. I mean, not within reason, but uh, running in a nice breeze is much, <laughs> makes it much more. Doable. Oh man, absolutely. <laughs> well, especially at places like Muleshoe in the summer. I don't know if you guys have. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Mule shoe so doesn't breathe. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I threw up my way through that one too, but I finished <laughs> the 30K. But oh, yeah. And I had another friend of mine. She was like, you know, on the side of the trail, you know, throwing up. <laughs> People throwing up is part of the deal. Okay. So I didn't know this until Petronellis, like maybe 2015. And we were on our way up, uh, you know, from the valley. And somebody was like, yeah, these people were throwing up. I'm like, why would anyone throw up at a race? And, <laughs> and there was a few hours later puking on the side of the, you know, trail. I've like, done, Yeah, I've done some research, humidity and nausea in exercise and stuff that that's not unheard of. I mean, that it's kind of goes hand in hand, not for everybody, but. No, I get it. Yeah, we I mean, volunteer for cross country meets here in uh, Curaville with our, the coach is a friend of ours. 
and we were always at the we generally worked the finish line even with kids 15 16 17 years old the whole thing that you have to do is make sure you stay out of the way of all the vomiting that occurs <laughs> so it's not just us you know it's anybody that runs in this heat and yeah but it's it's one of those things where you're very 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 aware <sighs> kid get kid go over that way you know? <laughs> No, I remember um, PJ and I, we were working the um, I don't know, next to last um, aid station at, uh, I want to say Mellow. I may be wrong on that. Um, anyway, one of those, you know, kind of like late summer races. And this was like 2020. I think it was like one of the first ones because it was the first time I had ever been out of um, you know, San Antonio in like months. And there I was. But he and I were sitting there and this guy came through and, you know, he looked pretty good. And he's like, yeah, it's my first marathon. And we're, you know, and he's like three miles from the finish. And then all of a sudden we kind of looked up the trail and we kind of saw him, you know, hunched over vomiting and we're like, oh crap, you know? And then he came trundling back and we were like, okay, what's going on? And he was just like, oh, I'm real terrible. Uh. And so, you know, we gave him some water, let him lie down. He like lay down on the grass. And then about 15 minutes later, he popped up like he was arisen from the dead. And he's like, I love these races. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, you get it. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. So it's it's always fun to see that. Um, anyway, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all my stories, uh, but it's fun to commiserate. Um yeah, so uh, so this this Javelina uh, race is when next Saturday. This the oh, twenty eighth. The 20th. six days from now, not that we're counting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that you're counting. All right, and that is where uh, city north. It's fountain, northeast of uh, Phoenix. Yeah, Fountain Hills, Arizona. It's it's at a on a mountain. There, the, the funny thing is, is it it is on a mountain. It's got amazing views, but it's yeah. only like twenty eight hundred foot elevation. It's so kind of it's actually it's kind of a mesa isn't it yeah it's up on a camera <laughs> up on a mesa so it's i would told it was told it was beautiful there's really not that much elevation gain the hard part is going to be dealing with the heat and the coyotes <laughs> so we get some other coyotes um, um but uh and and just again when's the last time i've been running till five o'clock in the morning so we're hoping we're, we're hiking we are not running no running we're okay. just doing it. We're doing it for our birthdays because I just turned 60. He just turned 65. And 62 miles sounds like a good average number to run to get together. Between. So yeah. our goal the, is between 21 to 25 hours, depending on how we deal with the heat. And But we're trying. We've been all of our hiking. Like last week when we did our 40 miles, we were trying to stay under a 17-minute mile. Ooh. But we're not. Right. So that's, that's it's a a fast walk but doable yeah but then it's amazing how you just do a little water refill and grab a sandwich and there goes five minutes so yeah <laughs> so, you, so that's going to be the hard part and it's the hard part's also going to be okay you know if you feel like laying down and whatever and trying to get going again so we are planning to just keep on moving forward the, what, and, the challenge what, will be. we've been we've been watching we've been watching the weather and the temperature out there 
and yeah. it's a little bit warmer than it normally is. But the good thing is it's not cooling down as much at night. Well, you're used to it. When you get that differentiation, if it dropped 40 degrees, right, that can be because they said that's it's what not it... drop, it's not cooling off that much at night. Yeah, so it's actually probably a good thing. They yeah. say that sometimes what will happen is like because you get overheated during the day and then the temperature drops by 30, 40 degrees. So yeah. then you end up feeling hypothermic. Be mm -hmm. And you can't get yourself to warm up because of such a drastic, fast drop. So the big thing is make sure you've got to, the clothes with you to accommodate that. So we we think we're ready. What is the cutoff on this? It is a 29 hour cutoff for the 100K because uh, the in the 100 miler starts an hour before us and that's so they have a 30 hour cutoff for that. Okay. But they also have, um, from what I've read, I don't know if it's for, true for this 100K, but the 100 mile has about a 50% dropout rate because people aren't prepared. But, you know, you, we've got... I've it's been, people from around the country, too. It's not just Right, so if you have people from Minnesota trying to come yeah. down and do a race in Phoenix, uh, how do you prepare for that? Run yeah, they're the not used to the yeah. <laughs> Right. Who puts this one on? I'm trying to remember. Is this our... It's, or vapor or how would you oh, say you it? Okay, yeah, the, the, the guys that were here for um oh and courtney do walter's running it she's yeah. i think she's just doing the 100k and then yes. i don't know if you ever do you ever heard of gene dykes yeah okay and he just broke the what the i don't remember if it's the u.s or or worldwide um half marathon <laughs> uh race uh, but he's for his age group, his age group um because he's 75 um but uh, he is signed up for the 100, um, 100 miler. I don't, you know, but he, like I said, he just did a, broke a, either a US record or a national record. I met him out at J&J. &J. He did um, the J&J &J 50 miler this last spring. Very cool. Yeah, I remember so meeting- be out there with some famous people. <laughs> exciting, yeah, no, I remember meeting the people at Arv, I can't say it, but anyway, those guys are like yeah. Arizona based because I was supposed to shoot video uh, for them at my aid station and then they just ended up not needing me but it was like fine you know but I did see Courtney come through our aid station at Bandera uh this this uh January and that was incredibly exciting and uh yeah it's always fun to be part of those those sorts of things so final question what do you guys think you'll be doing uh what's your next goal after you finish this I know you want to rest but you know pickleball <laughs> we have been playing a lot of pickleball we're using it as our cross training um, but uh actually funny that you say that is um three years ago i was doing track meets in the texas senior games and so um i did the 5k and then the track meet the 200 400 800 and the 1500 so yeah. i think i want to try to train in that means I need to get my speed back instead of running long distance miles, try to get, do more towards speed and try doing that again. Um, it's, if you've ever not gone to any of the Texas senior games, it's really fun to just, you can spectate for free. Um, but uh, there's to have at a track meet, to have people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s participating in a track meet is pretty incredible there's a lady you have there. to see the 80 year old pole vault. <laughs> but there's a lady i can't think of her last name right now her name is mary she lives here in texas and she will come she does the texas senior games she on tuesday she did the 5k on she's 80 
she was 84 at the time. Tuesday, she did the 5K. Wednesday, she came back and did the 10K. And that Saturday, did every running distance from 100 to the 3,000 meter. Whoa. And, and I, I skipped the 10K because I'm like, there's no way I can do a 5K, 10K. And then, um, but she did. And she was 84 years old. So she was... Oh. Pretty incredible. If you ever get to come across her, she's pretty amazing. It sounds like Nancy Marks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where Nancy's going to be. Yep. When she's 84, she'll still yeah, be running like the 84 year old woman was at a 5K. We did a small one for the Harper ISD. And uh, the course was a little bit short, right? It was like 2.9 or whatever, 3.0. Right. The 84 year old woman did not stop at the finish line. She made sure she got the 3.1. She she ran into <laughs> around the parking lot until her watch showed 3.1 because it was I like we're that. asking her we're asking was, her husband what she's doing and, and he just goes oh no it must be a little short she's getting the rest of hers. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. That's so cool. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. But so we'll probably I don't know. We'll, I'm sure we'll do J and J again this spring. That's good, so much. Yeah, that's down, still that's one of my favorite races. Curaville. and maybe um, what's the, I always forget the names of them. The one at uh, Bandera. Oh, the Bandera. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, that's beforehand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do something at some distance out there. If if yeah. we're not if we're not racing it, we'll definitely be or uh, the next or if there's a pickleball tournament. I guess we won't be there. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think my next race is uh, actually wild hair. I'm just doing, I remember Pamela when you, <laughs> several years ago, you were, I don't know, we passed each other or you messaged me or something. And you were like, I'm going to break your record. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know I had one. Well, that's right. That's right. I think it was on like the 25K course, but I was looking it up today and neither of us have it. <laughs> Somebody else took it from us. Yes. <laughs> but I was like, wow, but I'm going to do the, the 10K. I'm signed up for that because again, I've been injured all year and, and, you know, some of you probably know that. And, uh, yeah and so i've been doing other things other than running and um podcast yeah. <laughs> podcast no i've been doing these rowing classes that have i mean like indoor rowers that do uh trx and kettlebells and battle ropes and bosu and all this crap you know it's like you know and and it's it's really cool i mean it's it's kind of got me to a different place but it's just like i still need like yesterday I ran and the day a uh, couple of days earlier I ran, but I, you know, I need to get back to it. Cause I, I miss it. You know, I mean, I think I've got one more ultra left in me. Ah, there you go. Yeah. I don't know if I'll do another ultra. I guess it depends on where we go with, with like yeah. I said, my, the, the Texas senior games are in March, I think. So the, yeah. And the 5k, 10k and the um, track needs always on the same, in the same week and stuff. So uh, that's I think that's in March sometimes, so it kind of depends on yeah. where we go with that, or, or if I can get my speed back. <laughs> well, my speed ain't coming back, but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the Badger uh, 50k in uh, I think it's at the end of July up in um, Wisconsin, and uh, uh, Scott oh. yeah Scott Coomer. Do you guys know who he is? I he's, recognize the name. Yeah, he's the guy who does the 10 Junk Miles podcast. And okay. uh, yeah, and he and I have been friends for a few years. And uh, he gave me a free entry to one of his races last uh, year uh, after I DNF'd at Snowdrop. And I was, I just wasn't ready for it this year because I've had this hip injury, although it's much better. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to try to use that 
you know, and, and hopefully do another 50 K and then I'll call it a day, but you know, that won't happen. <laughs> it's like maybe one more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's like, you don't ever say never, you know, but uh, anyway, oh my goodness. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking to you both and, you know, thank you for taking so much time out of your Sunday. Um, the only thing I will ask is that you send me a photo of the two of you in action or wherever. And uh, so from I can Havelina. use From Havelina? If you want. Well, the problem is, is I'm probably going to run this tomorrow. So. Uh, oh, okay. 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 Well, dream, sure I know I'm the dream killer, but I can still have oh, people next week. So I've got another interview. Like a Halloween costume? Halloween yeah. costume? <laughs> Picture. We we have a good picture. We have a good picture <laughs> when we did the the mar the marathon in Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, a pretty yeah. awesome yeah. picture of us crossing the finish line. There you go. Right. That's perfect. Meg, Meg, Megan took that picture. <laughs> I can't believe how long Megan perfect. had to wait. I can't believe how long Megan had to wait for us to finish that race. Though. It was very 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 nice. <laughs> and, and Megan is. I'm sorry. No. Nope. Megan Eckert. Megan, how, right, how long she had Meg. to wait for okay, us sorry, to actually take the picture? Meg, she finished me. probably four. She probably finished four or five hours before us. <laughs> she's a beast. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> and I, I love her and I love her husband. And yeah, they're great. They're just good people. Yes. So just, yeah. miss them. just miss them around here. I know. I know. But it's fun. Well, I saw her last year at Snowdrop. Uh, she and Joe, because I think Joe finished his first 100 miler at Snowdrop. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so uh, unfortunately, I just... <laughs> my brain was broken and I, you know, called it a day about a quarter, quarter of the way through. <laughs> but I, 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 I've come to realize that I'm not cut out for that. So it's okay. It's, it's all good. I'm, I'm fine with that. I can accept that. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, well, anyway, well, I hope I get to see you guys soon. Um, hopefully at Bandera, uh, I may be, you know, volunteering, if not, I'll be at J and J and, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so it was it was so lovely to talk to you both, and uh, I really well, thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoy this. I do too. I do too. I've been looking for. I've been wanting to do this one for a while, so it makes me happy. So, all right. Well, you guys have a great rest of your day, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks, thank Donna. Donna. Bye. 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 All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, it was it was really fun. It was more of a fun conversation with people. It was also kind of funny because they were using their iPad. I, I record on Zoom. Um, for those of you wanting to play along at home, um, you can do a podcast, I swear. <laughs> they were using their iPad and it was really hard for both for me to see both of them. So it was like, I'd see, you know, like half of each of their faces. And then of course, you know, I'm using my laptop. And so, you know, when you see me right all, you know, loud and clear, um, <laughs> so that was a little comical at times. Um, but anyway, uh, so that said, I, I do wish them both, uh, the very best, um, of, of an experience, um, at this, uh, upcoming Havelina hundred K race this weekend. And, um, I know they're going to do great and, um, looking forward to seeing them again out on the trails soon. That said, um, I, uh, ran a couple of times last week. I ran on Thursday, just did a couple miles, but when I did this thing where I was doing a little interval thingy, but I didn't do it with time. I did it with distance. <laughs> you got to take baby steps sometimes. And I guess that's back where I'm at, um, which really sort of 
sucks, especially when you're used to, you know, being able to, you know, cover, you know, bang out six miles and not have it feel like the end of the world, you know, but, um, not that it is, but anyway, I, uh, yeah, but I, I would run for 0.10 or, you know, like a 10th of a mile. And then I'd walk for 0.10 and that was, that felt really good. And I ended up according to Strava doing a much better time than I've been doing of late. Um, of course it pales in comparison to what I was able to accomplish, you know, maybe four years ago. God, it's amazing how everything starts falling apart after a certain age, but anyway, and then on Saturday, um, I set out to run, um, a a little longer distance, but of course being me, I, um, end up starting at noon and, um, ended up just getting in a couple of miles and it was pretty awful because it was hot. Yes. The, the weather is still kind of doing its, you know, uh, somersaults and whatnot, you know, as we go into fall slash winter around here, um, and does the same thing in the spring. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, I, I'm used to it, but it's like, ugh. um, anyway, so that one didn't go quite as well. I mean, I felt okay, but I just did a little bit more hiking than I did anything else, but you know, you got to get, get somewhere, you know? So, um, and I am signing up for wild hair 10 K. I got my, um, uh, volunteer hours. I swapped some in for, um, a comp code for that. So I'll be doing that on November 18th. And that's just like around the corner. I'm kind of freaking out. now. <laughs> so It's like, Hey Donna, you're gonna have to start really training for this or, you know, something. Um, but anyway, I mean, I'm sure I'll be fine. I mean, I, I know that course pretty much like the back of my hand. Um, this will be the, God, 11th year I've done that race. That is incredible. I can't believe I've been doing it that long. Um, anywho, um, what else? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, speaking of, you know, not being able to do everything you used to be able to do, um, you know, the, last week I addressed the, you know, menopausal weight gain thing. I know he, I, you know, and it's just so weird because I've just never had to worry about my weight that much. And so now, and it's not like I'm in a, a spot where I'm like, Ooh, you know, here we go. It's, you know, it's all over. It's really not, but I'm just mindful of it and I don't really like it. And, um, and you know, and then of course I hear these stories of people that are like, I just could never get it off. And I'm just like, Oh my God, someone just shoot me now. You know? So I am um, decided to, you know, you know, wrestle this pig, <laughs> uh, so to speak. So I, I enrolled in a, um, I, well, I, I'm on this app called Noom. I'm sure you've heard of it before. It's N O O M. And, um, it's kind of one of these mindful things. I kind of like, you know, and I kind of like it cause it, it tracks a lot of stuff. Um, of course you have to pay for it if you really want to get the, you know, the good stuff. Um, but they also had a, a segment, um, about, um, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> anyway, your, your, um, hormones, um, as you get older and I'm still convinced that there's something going on, you know, other than just getting older, you know, so I don't know, maybe it's just in my head, but anyway, so they, I mean, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but, um, yeah. And as somebody who, you know, formerly had an eating disorder, you know, the thing that always, I mean, cause I think I tried this once a few years ago and then I just said, God, I can't do this. Um, cause they want you to weigh yourself every morning and that's really hard for me. And I think I talked about that last week, you know, it's just that whole, you know, specter of jumping on the scale and just, you know, seeing a number and you're just like, Oh God, 
you know, it's nothing's ever going to change, you know, and you're just like, what am I going to do? Um, but anyway, I, um, yeah, so I've committed to that at least until early January and the amount of weight I want to lose, I'm not going to go into that, but, um, they, they claim that I should be able to do it before Christmas. So we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> uh, it also tracks your eating. And so this, this is also something that's sort of triggering for me. And so, but it is also kind of making me mindful of everything I'm sticking in my face. Um, you know, and no food is particularly off limits, but obviously you can't sit there and eat pizza all day or else it's going to just, you know, nothing's going to work. But, um, but it's made me a lot more mindful about, um, calorie density and, you know, just types of foods that are much better for you than others. Um, for instance, I've been just eating the heck out of green grapes because apparently that doesn't have much, you know, in the way of calories, but it's satisfying and nutritious and it's got water in it. And that's the other key is that they want you to, you know, drink a lot of water, um, or as much water as you, you know, you set your own goals, but I'm, I'm just going for the standard eight glasses a day, which let me tell you, that's not as easy as it sounds when you're not used to it. But, um, but anyway, and yeah, so, and then it just so happened that the, the scale I used to have just completely died, um, last week and, uh, which might've been a good thing because I never, I mean, I got it for free, so, you know, whatever, but, um, and so I plunked down about a hundred dollars, oh God. Uh, for this Withings scale. Um, Withings is, I think it's a German brand. And they, um, and this one's really nice because it, it does your body composition. So it'll tell you how much fat you have, how much, you know, muscle you have, how, you know, if you're hydrated or not, you know, if you've lean muscle, you know, which was really humiliating because it doesn't say I have any yet. And I'm like, oh, come on, you know, <laughs> but I think this is like, you know, uh, figured out over time. And so this is not like one of those things that you, you know, immediately are going to, you know, see some, you know, sort of, you know, revelatory, you know, uh, results or something. But anyway, so it's been kind of interesting. Um, you know, they give you like kind of a target, um, calorie count and I've been doing pretty good on that, uh, doing well, sorry, uh, on that. And then I've also been doing, um, what am I looking for? Um, the, um, well, it tracks my, my workouts where I can, you know, pair that up. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say about it? That's really cool. Um, well, it just gives you a lot of things to read. I mean, not much. I mean, you can spend five, 10 minutes a day reading, you know, little articles and, and whatnot. And they're useful. They're helpful. Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll see how this all you know, shakes out. I'll keep you posted on that. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say is that, um, I've been definitely, you know, since I'm now cognizant of what I'm doing, um, eating a lot more protein. So I'm thinking that that it's going to probably take a few weeks, but I'm thinking that that's going to probably kickstart things. Um, you know, and I'm really trying hard to just stay away from carbs. I think the one thing that probably led to some of this problem is that I'm lazy a lot of the time. <laughs> like sometimes I just come home and I just want, you know, a bag of chips, not potato chips, but like, like I have these Trader Joe's quinoa something chips, black bean tortilla chips, you know, you know, and that and some salsa, that's not bad, but you know, but sometimes you can mindlessly eat. I also have a thing about, I was eating a lot of frozen meals and that's very processed. Um, and I also had a thing where I was eating like, 
you know, breakfast burritos, which I'm sure, even though they, they seem healthy, they seem healthy. Um, you know, you can't eat that stuff all the time. And so, so I'm trying to see if this makes a difference. And so, um, I actually, last night I ate a steak on salad and I almost kind of felt sick afterward. Cause I just don't think, I don't know that I'm really ready to go back to eating red meat too much. I just, I really, you know, so, I mean, I think I can find, and it was a fairly lean piece of, of steak, but I don't know. I, uh, I think I'm going to stick with my chicken and salmon and uh, other fish and, and tofu and, and whatnot. Um, you know, chickpeas, that kind of stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how those are. Oh my God. And then my other favorite thing, <laughs> this is so funny. Um, I love like last week, I probably did this two or three times. I would get like a can of water packed tuna and I just get like H-E-B's brand, you know. So I did that, and then I put a tablespoonful of Nando's Paranese. Nando's is this uh, South African restaurant that um, we discovered uh, last year when we were in D.C. Um, we went there a couple of times, and uh, it was real. oh, God, this stuff's really good. But it's like, it's got this peri-peri, um, which is a spice uh, mixed with, it's kind of like the sriracha, although I like it much better. It only has like maybe 45 calories per tablespoon, which I didn't think is too bad compared to some of these other ones out there. And, and again, I'm not a big mayo person, but it just gives it enough of a, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, a little bit of fat, you know, so that you don't feel too bad. Um, anyway, it just gives it a little more flavor and kick. But oh my god, yeah, that's that's like a, I mean, that's like about a less than 150 calorie, you know, snack with a ton of protein. So I feel kind of good about that. And um, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, maybe I'll just start learning to, you know, and you always think you know how to eat, you know, like, well, geez, I've been doing this all my life. Um, but maybe not, you know, or maybe I'm not doing it, you know, and, and they do say this, you know, it's like, you can't eat like you used to. And boy, oh boy, is that true? Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so we'll, we'll see how this all goes. But, uh, and then next week I am going, I've got an interview scheduled for Saturday. So you guys will have that, um, uh, for next week. And then, uh, I leave Sunday evening for Atlanta. Um, I'm going to be there for about three days. Um, come back on that Wednesday evening of next week. Um, going to, um, the associated collegiate press, uh, conference in, uh, Atlanta this year, last year it was in DC. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm taking a couple of students with me. And so, uh, again, my student magazine that I advise basically built from the ground up, uh, is once again up for, um, several national awards. Um, and so I think we've got a pretty good chance of, of maybe scoring best magazine again. I hope we did it last year and I think a couple of years before that. So, um, you know, we're on a roll people. So, um, I'll of course let you know about all that. Um, anyway, what else? Um, yeah. And well, and I think I mentioned this last week and then the week after that, I, um, oh, I am going to be at Trivium. So those of you who are running the Trivium race, uh, on Sunday the 5th, which is also the day the time changes, <laughs> um, which is good for me because it kind of keeps me occupied because that is like the longest day of the year. And it's just one of the most depressing days of the year. I hate it so much. Ugh. But anyway, uh, I will be working, um, one of the aid stations. I don't know if, I don't know if they'll have me at crossroads like I usually am, or if I'm going to do the finish line, I have no idea yet. But, um, anyway, that said, I, yeah, that's one of my favorites. And then I am going out to, um, the H E, but foundation, I think it's called. Anyway, they've got a camp out in Leakey 
and um, I'm going to be chronicling the Band of Runners um, trail running camp. Um, Liza Howard asked me if I would um, be willing to come out there and, you know, for, I guess it's like four days and one's really like three, if you add it all up, it's like a Thursday through Sunday, but Anyway, um, so it's for veterans and their families, and uh, yeah, they do a lot of trail running, some skills workshops, and some other, you know, um, mental training, things like that. Uh, it just sounds really fun, and uh, so I was like, sure, why not? I'll go, you know. <laughs> so, um, of course, now I'm intimidated, but I don't know. Well, I'm sure I'll get, I'll, I'll be fine. It's just sort of not knowing what I'm getting myself into, particularly, or I just keep thinking, oh my God, you know, am I going to do this right. But, and, um, I don't know. Anyway, that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.